warming. A 2007 Reason Foundation paper aptly summarized the media coverage. Global warming causes everything. A brief perusal of stories from the last several years reveals that warming has been blamed for a huge array of problems, including increased teenage drinking, stray cats, poison ivy, and sharks. More seriously, global warming has also been blamed for widespread malnutrition and outbreaks of disease, Hurricane Katrina, and the crisis in Darfur. Don't forget impoverished fashion houses, hard times for Bulgarian brothels, and attacks by big cats. It causes summer frost in Africa and freezing penguin chicks, poorly rising bread dough, makes island kids bony, stunted, contaminates transfusion blood, and causes more landslides and stronger earthquakes. It caused the 2008 salmonella outbreak and an increase in kidney stones. Blogger William Briggs compiled media assertions of other global warming horrors. Lizards will undergo sex changes. There will be waves of rape. A rash of camel deaths will occur. The earth will spin faster. Hold on. And, worse and most frightening of all, there will be an increase in lawyers to handle all the whose fault is it litigation. Oh, yeah, it will also cause giant Burmese pythons to colonize one-third of the United States. Why, they have even blamed the sacking of English football coaches on global warming, though sometimes the mainstream media leave it to the popular scientific outlets to warn us of outcomes like global warming poses death threat to tropical fish. After all, they don't want to look foolish. Institutionalized Hysteria The establishment media organs go to mind-bending lengths to carry water for the alarmist industry of which they clearly are now part. They regularly hype, and even repeat as gospel, claims that are unsubstantiated or simply unsupportable were they to ask around, while refusing to respect or acknowledge the preponderance of recent studies contradicting the cries of alarm. They refuse to correct mistakes, when these errors are on the side of alarmism, or report on alarmist scientists being forced to correct themselves, even when scandalous. But when exposure of these scandals requires rehabilitation of their allies, stories pour forth minimizing the revelations. Everyone down to Sports Illustrated and Golf Digest weighs in, while a still skeptical public leaves the industry bible, Columbia Journalism Review, to navel-gaze about why the media have failed to explain climate change in a way the public gets. Conclusion? One Max Boykoff pleads that it's not that balanced reporting needs to be shunned when addressing climate change issues, it just needs to be used much more carefully. He even laments, to make matters worse, the global warming stories that do make it onto the front page tend to concern the most contentious aspects of climate science. That is, the front page of news sections should be reserved, or at least have substantial portions set aside, for non-news scare stories. Actual discourse, if one must allow it, should be shuffled off to less prominent placement. Sure enough, in the ultimate act of desperation, they ban the opposing viewpoint from their outlets. Consider Time magazine, which has over the past few years run a series of increasingly frantic alarmist cover stories which detail impending doom, but without the slightest trace of an effort at balance. When MSNBC interviewed managing editor Richard Stengel, 
he was at least honest about time's mission. One of the things that's needed in journalism, Stengel said, is that you have to have a point of view about things. You can't always just say, on the one hand, on the other, and you decide. People trust us to make decisions. We're experts in what we do. So I thought, you know what, if we really feel strongly about something, let's just say so. So, time editors feel strongly about new taxes in the name of the environment and expensive, climatically meaningless regimes in order to show the rest of the world the seriousness of our purpose. It's still a mystery what Stengel was talking about when he said, we're experts in what we do. The flagship alarmist outlet, the New York Times, perfectly demonstrated its zealotry with its coverage of dead zones in the ocean. An editorial in March 2008 titled Oceans at Risk blamed global...